0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, August 7th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Biotech overhaul, Royals Industry. White House pens China hopes on next meeting. Rule answer to Green New Deal. Grain industry slam USDA's biotech plan. The Trump administration's landmark proposal to make it easier for biotech crops to get to market is running into major opposition from grain traders and processors. A joint statement filed to USDA by five industry groups says the proposed streamlining of the department's regulatory process is, quote, "...fundamentally flawed and would undermine confidence in USDA oversight domestically and overseas." Biotech companies have their gripes with the USDA plan, too, but they're mainly concerned that the proposal would exempt too few gene-edited products from regulation. Keep in mind, the green industry also raised alarms about a less-sweeping proposal issued by the Obama administration and later scrapped by Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue. For a detailed look at the issue, plus the latest on the U.S.-China trade war, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter. It's hitting inboxes today. September could be key in China talks. The U.S. and China have reached another low point in talks to end the trade war. But there's still hope in the White House that China would send a negotiating team next month, according to Larry Kudlow, Trump's National Economic Advisor. The door is still open for additional negotiations, Kudlow told reporters. We are planning for the Chinese team to come here in September. That could lead to good things. If the relationship continues to sour and talks drag on, there's always the possibility of a third trade assistance package for farmers that have seen their exports decline because of China's retaliatory tariffs, Kudlow said. The farmers have been great, Kudlow said yesterday. They're patriots. They've backed us 100%. God bless them. We're helping them as much as possible. We will help them more if need be, and we'll see how the negotiations go. Keep in mind, a U.S. trade official confirmed that China has revoked its pledge to exempt some Chinese importers from tariffs on U.S. commodities before the exemption could spur much trade. Sharon Boomer Lardison, an assistant U.S. trade representative, confirmed yesterday that China has declared, quote, any sales occurring after August 3rd will no longer be exempt from those retaliatory tariffs. It's likely only one Chinese buyer secured a purchase deal for 68,000 metric tons of U.S. soybeans before the new August 3rd deadline, according to John Base president of John C. Bayes and & Associates and consultant for the U.S. Soybean Export Council. China's soy imports lowered again on swine fever. China's soybean imports are expected to drop even steeper than expected as the country kills off its hogs to combat the spread of African swine fever. That according to a new analysis by the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. China is now forecast to import just 80 million metric tons for the 2019-20 marketing year. That's down from the previous FAS estimate of 83 million. The latest FAS forecast for imports in the 1819 19 marketing year is 82 million, down from a previous forecast of 84. A separate FAS analysis forecasts that China's overall herd size will fall by 21% this year, then further decrease another 10% in 2020. Survey. Quarter of corn and soybean growers file prevent plant claims. One in four corn and soybean growers say they file for prevented plant benefits according to this month's ag economy barometer. Of those farmers who file prevent plant claims, 61% said they couldn't plant at least 15% of their intended corn acreage. Some 42% said they didn't plant at least 25%. USDA resurveyed farmers last month to get a better idea of how many acres were actually planted. The results will be released next week from the Department of Agriculture. Democrat proposes alternative to Green New Deal. House Ag Committee Democrat Sherry Bustos of Illinois has released a new set of proposals for farmers and rural areas to help reduce U.S. greenhouse gas emissions. Why it matters? Bustos chairs the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee and her Rural Green Partnership Framework will provide rural Democrats an alternative set of talking points to the Green New Deal. The Bustos plan has five key points, starting with expanding financial incentives for farmers and landowners to conserve carbon in the soil and expand trees. Bustos also wants to offer no interest and low interest loans to promote clean energy development. She also would increase agriculture research funding, increase the use of biofuels, and provide funding for new infrastructure, including rural broadband, to expand the use of precision agriculture. Illinois Farm Bureau President Richard Giebert praised the plan as, quote, forward thinking. His membership believes the best path forward addressing climate-related issues is one that seizes on the opportunity to promote rural economic growth, he said, not one that imposes undue costs on farmers. Now, Keep in mind, Bustos has been battling with her party's progressive wing for which the Green New Deal is a critical rallying point. Top climate researcher exits USDA and defends work. A top climate change researcher has quit USDA following a dispute with managers over a 2018 paper he co-authored predicting that higher carbon dioxide levels would result in lower levels of micronutrients in rice. Louis Ziska tells AgriPulse that wasn't the only reason he left, but was the final straw. He's now taken a job with Columbia University. USDA says career scientists had questioned certain aspects of the paper, including its assertion that 600 million people could suffer from nutritional deficiencies. In China, people no longer rely as much on rice for nutrients, and China makes up a large part of the 600 million people they mention in the paper, USDA says. But Ziska says he and his co-authors did not count the Chinese in the 600 million. The 600 million instead live in poor countries such as Bangladesh, Vietnam, and Laos, where rice makes up a large portion of the diet. Here's today's He Said It. Don't be thinking that things are necessarily going to get better in terms of negotiations with China. I personally don't think you're going to see any agreement with China until after the 2020 election. I think Trump is right. They've been a currency manipulator for some time. It's about time we call them out. That Representative Dave Rouser, a Republican of North Carolina, speaking at the International Sweetener Symposium in Asheville, North Carolina. Well, that is Daybreak for this Wednesday, August 7th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.